Welcome to Tice Talks, where we talk all things faith and family. Today's special guest is Dr. David Young. Thank you for joining us. It's great to have Dr. Young with us again. Uh, We are doing this podcast because we have a major, major serious problem in America, and we've been talking about this. And uh, Dr. Young, you deal with young men just like I do. Uh, that are going into ministry and just in in every area of life that struggle with one of the big problems in our country, and that is pornography. Mm -hmm. Uh, I tell people this, that in Proverbs chapter 6, God says that if I that that if I commit adultery, I've sinned against my own soul. In fact, I destroy my soul, and my soul is my mind, my emotions and my will. Mm-hmm. So I'm destroying my ability to think right. I, if if I commit adultery, I'm, a, I'm destroying my ability to emote right. Uh, so I can't have the right relationship with my wife. I'm destroying my my ability, my will, my ability to make the right decisions or the wrong decisions. So it's a major thing. And then Jesus in the New Testament says, uh, in the New Testament, Jesus says that. Uh, if I look on a woman to lust after her, I've committed adultery already in my heart. So this goes directly to my soul. So pornography is a destroyer of the mind, the emotions, and the will. And it's a horrible, horrible thing. And yet, we we talk to young people all the time who are struggling with this. In fact, we carry it around in our, on our cell phones sure, now. Sure. It's, it used to be you'd have to sneak into... A, a magazine shop and look at magazines or do something, but now it's on the computers. It's available all the time, and you deal with a lot of young people and have given some great advice. Uh, I have Pastor Neil in here with me as well, uh, and he counsels with with a lot of people. And Pastor Neil uh, said that he contacted you about uh, about what you do and sharing with young people how to avoid this horrible, horrible evil. Uh, that can destroy them, and uh, I thought, man, we should we should uh, share what you've shared with him with others. Pastor Neil, you got any comments on that? The information that uh, Dr. Young uh, is going to share is very vital. Maybe there's somebody that you know that is uh, struggling uh, with this really epidemic that has taken our country by um, by hold. These are very valuable points, and I definitely say uh, give these points to them. So thanks so much, Dr. Young. I appreciate your sharing Well, I'm, I'm, I'm glad to, to, to talk about this. And I would say that a couple of things to, to begin with here, and it may be that you're listening and you struggle yourself. And uh, I, I will tell you that church is a place where you can hurt out loud. So if you're struggling and, and you're hurting and you're defeated, I will tell you, you're not alone and help is available. So we want you to have that hope in your life. Reach out for help if you need it. But many of you, uh, people reach out to you for help and you don't know how to help them. And that's really what we want to talk about here. That's exactly right. Is how do you help a person? Uh, I would just remind you of a couple of things right away. First of all, uh, we have to treat it almost matter-of-factly in our culture. Uh, And I think maybe in days gone by, uh, we were so um, shocked by this stuff that that we did damage by reacting in such a shocking way that we actually uh, poured it on a guy, uh, even maybe made his struggle worse because we hammered him so hard in our reaction. But if it's true what statistics say, 
And if it's true that so many people are really battling this, then one of the responses we have is a matter of fact, uh, you're not alone. Just a matter of fact way of responding. I used to ask young people uh, if you've been involved in pornography. Now I say to young people when I'm talking to them, uh, how how often have you viewed pornography? Because sure. it is it just comes. It's yeah. just there. And, and I don't know if you know the four A's or not, but in our culture, because of technology, uh, pornography is affordable because now it's free. And it's accessible because we carry video screens in our pockets everywhere we go. And it's anonymous because it is it is so readily available in private now. But there's a word that we have to add to that, and that's the word aggressive. The pornography industry is aggressive in the sense that uh, they study all the algorithms so that an innocent child can, without even trying, stumble onto something because the algorithms are designed to get him as soon as possible or her as soon as possible exposed because exposure usually means then that a kid, the younger the child is, the less ability they have to talk about it. So they know they saw something, but they do not have the vocabulary to communicate what they saw. So the result of that then is you keep it quiet. So you say nothing. And, and, and one of the ways we have to be careful about how we handle it is we never want a person to feel like they can't say something if they're struggling. Because silence is where the enemy especially begins attacking and doing damage with pornography. Great point. And, and so you've got to be uh, approachable where people can come to you and, and feel like they can share with you. And this aggression... If, uh, if your children are exposed to pornography, they may not tell you because they don't have a vocabulary to tell you what they just saw. So as a parent, you have to be very proactive. You have to know what they're seeing. You have to continually check their internet history. You have to know what their phone, you have to know who their friends are. Uh, I, I suppose there was a time you could be pretty casual about this stuff. You cannot in the culture we live in. No, you know, even my phone, I have my phone connected to my wife's phone. I have my internet connected to her internet. I have that on purpose so if anything ever comes my way, and they do, stuff comes my way, and, and I, I just want my wife to know, hey, anything that I have is accessible to you, and that keeps me accountable, and it keeps me, it keeps me clean. It keeps my name sure. clean. So, uh, so, and then I give her my phone. I say, hey, take whatever off there and it needs to be taken off there. Yeah. It's just so important. That and, we- and I applaud you for that. And I think all men should. My wife gets my accountability reports and has all access to my devices. And, uh, and our, our phones are connected by Apple ID. And uh, we use the, which is a little confusing at times because, you know, we are sharing an Apple ID. But part of the reason in do, that, that's helpful in doing that is because my phone often mirrors hers and hers mirrors mine. Yeah. So when she opens an Internet browser, my history is on her browser. Her history is on mine. And all of that's just a matter of, of finding help. Yeah. But let's go back to the question. How do you help? If a person comes to you, how do you help them? And, and there's really four words I think we'd have time to talk about here. Yeah, so let's talk about those and deal, okay. deal with those. And uh, the first word is the word hope. The second word is the word project. The first word is the word time, uh, the third word. And the last word is the word accountability. Okay. So the first thing we want to do with a young man or young lady that's struggling with pornography is give them hope. The fact of the matter is any of us can be free. And that's an amazing thing to say. Yeah. We Nothing can is be impossible free. with God. Nothing is. And with right steps and with right help, anybody, no matter where they are in a sexual battle or sexual sin, can have freedom. And, and that's, a, that's a truth found throughout the Bible. We are more than conquerors through him that loved us. 
uh, your word have I hid in my heart that I, that I might not sin against you is a Bible truth that is huge. If I take God's word and hide it in my thoughts, my emotions, and my decisions, I reserve it there, I treasure it there, I apply it there, then, then the promise from the Bible is I will not sin. If I walk in the spirit, walk in the spirit, he says, you will not fulfill the loss of the flesh. If Jesus could cast seven demons out of Mary Magdalene Absolutely. and she can be used of God, then then he can cast the demon out. I don't want to sound like a Pentecostal, right. but she can cast the demon of pornography out of yeah. your life. He can he give can you victory. That. So hope is available. Let me ask you a question now. Does hope look different for for people or is it so somebody's been involved in pornography for 10 years as opposed to somebody who may be in it for a year. Does hope look different for those people? Okay, I don't think so. What looks different is the, uh, the final three words. The project can look different okay. because if a person has only seen pornography two or three or four times and just wants to make sure they're on the right path, the, the project, the time, the accountability is going to be very different there. Okay. than a person who has been addicted to pornography on a weekly basis for the last 10 years. Gotcha. And so the, the hope is all the same. There's yeah. always the hope. Line. Okay, so we have, to, we have to be able to give them hope. Yes. Secondly. And so hope is available. Secondly is the word project. Uh, what we want to do in any counseling situation is give our, our counselee hope, but we also want to give them projects. And, and that can be tailored to each individual need. A project can be something as simple as uh, this week I want you to memorize this passage and I want you to check in with me every day at this time. That's your project. And and the reason you give a project is because it helps you to ascertain where the counselee is. If a person is not willing to accomplish the project, they're not wanting help. And and it maybe you can be patient with people because sometimes in, a, in an addiction battle, the battle is so heavy a person struggles. But a project helps you to determine whether or not you're willing to continue to invest the time. Well, that's important. I had a, a, a great counselor tell me 40 years ago, he said this, if you try to help someone who doesn't want help, you'll wind up needing help yourself. Yes. And, and you don't want to put yourself <laughs> And in you will position. waste a ton of time. That's exactly right. And, and we're to redeem the time, not waste time. So you give a project and uh, you can give a project something as simple as uh, give them uh, books to read. Uh, verses to memorize, uh, particular check-in times. Uh, even many times these days, I will have a guy sit down, and I counsel only guys. If there's a girl, my wife counsels all girls. That's I so never, That's ever so counsel wise. ladies. Let me just throw this in here. The Bible tells us that older women are Absolutely. to teach younger women. That is so, so many preachers have blown it because they felt like they had a responsibility to counsel a woman about her intimacy problems, or they had a they needed to counsel a woman about their marriage problems. Man, m- listen, mister, you are not, you are not built, and you are not called to counsel a woman by yourself. Uh, I, uh, I have for years, in fact, I've been, I've been mocked for the fact that I will not counsel women uh, because the Bible says it's very clear. I am supposed to tr- entrust my wife with that responsibility. And I find my wife is more frank and more able to do that which which she is called to do. God said older women are to teach younger women how to Absolutely. love their husbands. So, so I'm going to be a little biased here, uh, at least one-sided, because when I counsel, I counsel guys. And, and so we're talking about here about giving projects. And so you tailor it to the guy. 
uh, you know, it may be a teenager, so there's books a teen would read that an adult might not read, or an adult might read that a you know that a teen oh, would that's read. That's good. That's good. And so you've got to be very wise about tailoring the project, and and the project can be as simple as you agree. You know, uh, you're going to have to attend every service. Uh, you're going to have to memorize this passage. You're going to have to check in with me every day at this time, and then you give them specific questions regarding the check-in, and 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 put it in their responsibility to answer the question. Uh, have I seen pornography? Have I been tempted to see pornography? Uh, was I did, did I get involved in self gratification because of the the pornography I saw? You list the questions so that it's not on the. This is an on purpose project, so that every day at five o'clock the person sends you a text and says, uh, "Here's the five questions. Here's the answer to the five questions." Okay, so you, so you might have to do this over a conversation. It couldn't be just you a can text. do it via text and. Yeah. And, and sometimes a conversation is needed. Sometimes a person needs to check in and say specifically, I struggled with this. Yes, I did. Because that is very hard. That's called humility. And there's something about humility in the Bible that when we humble ourselves, it brings the grace of God. So your, part of your project is you're helping a, a man to be honest and, and to humble himself. And if a person is honest in that project, and, and willing to humble themselves, it brings God's grace into their life, which is an incredible thing to have, the grace of God in your life. No, so you want to start with hope. You want to add projects. And then you have to help your counselee and yourself to understand the third word is time. And anytime we're dealing with, a, with a, an addiction that involves uh, the three facets of our soul, our thinking, our emotions, and our decisions, and, and porno- an addiction like pornography uh, in, involves heavily the first two, uh, our thinking and our emotions. And, and many people don't realize how, how deeply connected pornography is to their emotions. And it's because of the way God designed us. God designed us hormonally uh, with uh, all of these chemicals that affect our brain. And so when a person, the, the pornography cycle, those who study these things will tell us that a person usually involved, is in, gets involved in the addiction of pornography through a negative emotion. The four big ones uh, are summarized in the acrostic HALT, H-A-L-T, hungry, angry, lonely, tired. Those are the four big ones. When a man is hungry or angry or lonely or tired, he's emotionally struggling. That's normal. God made us. Okay. Now, if we handle that emotion correctly, if, if I recognize I'm tired, I need rest. I'm lonely. I need to connect to people. I'm angry, so I need to overcome this anger and handle my emotions without sin. I'm, I'm hungry, so I need to have a decent meal so that, that my, my biological, physical need is met there. If I handle my emotions correctly, then I have victory. But what pornography does, pornography says, so you're emotionally struggling. Did you know that if you will look at this, it'll release dopamine in your mind and you'll feel better? And so what a person does is they begin looking as a way to overcome their negative emotions. And then what that does is it releases all these dopamines. And especially if if and when it's combined with self-gratification, then that releases even more dopamines. And then there is a negative response emotionally. There's guilt. Or shame, which then the person fights the guilt and shame. But in order to feel better, the cycle of an addiction says, if you look at this again, you'll feel better. And then you look at it, follow through with it. Now you feel guilt and shame again. So the cycle varies. Some people, it's a 24-hour cycle. Every 24 hours, they're in this cycle. For some, it's several times a day they're in this cycle. 
uh, in our culture, you can see more pornography in one day than our forefathers could see in their lifetime. Mm. And it's, it's changed the whole battle. Yeah. So, so this, this, this time factor, what I'm, I'm saying in this time factor is when I understand that, what I have to understand is that it's going to take a lot of time to overcome that cycle. And so if a person says, you know what, I've been looking at pornography for 10 years. Can you help me with it? Yes, I can, but it's going to take you a while. That's the huge thing. It's going to take you a while. Yes. And, and my friend Jeff Cole says it like this. Uh, we like to talk ourselves out of things we behave ourselves into. Mm. But you can't do that. Right. He says you have to behave yourself out of the things you behave yourself into. So it would be a wonderful thing if I could go to a quote unquote an altar and say, Lord, I'm sorry I looked at pornography. Would you forgive me? Now I'm free. But God is not just interested in a person being free of pornography. God is interested in the process called sanctification that matures me and grows me and gives me integrity and character. That's what God wants in my life. And so this takes time. It may take it may take six months. It may take a year. It may take two years. For a man to be fully, fully clean from a 15-year addiction may take five years. But any man who's willing to take the hope and the project and give it the time can find freedom. And, and what it means is there comes a point in which you are living in victory and occasionally struggle or maybe surprised by a, a, a defeat, but it doesn't become the... the you know, the defining moment of your life, it's like, man, I didn't see that coming. That temptation came out of nowhere and I struggled there for a bit, but I immediately made it right and got back up and went to walking back in victory again. But the goal is not even that. The goal is not that I do great and struggle sometimes. The goal is that I came to the place in my life to where, you know what? I've lived in victory, following God's principles, and victory is the absolute norm of my life in this area. Mm. That's going to take time, which leads us to the last word, and that's the word accountability. Because accountability says I can't do it alone. Accountability says I need help. And Paul even said to Timothy, remember this verse? He said to Timothy, he said, keep thyself, uh, let's see, uh, uh, he said, flee fornication. Remember that? Flee fornication, but follow after righteousness, faith, charity, and peace with them that call on the Lord out of a pure heart. In other words, fornication is such a huge battle, such a huge struggle that I don't have to face it alone. I need to find other people that have a pure heart and I need to, to connect with those people so that they can strengthen me and encourage me and help me to get on the right path. So if you're going to mentor someone through this thing of addiction, especially in the realm of pornography, the four words that, that I would throw, there's a lot more, but you can sum it up in four words. Every person struggling needs hope. Every person struggling needs ongoing projects. And get with your, your you know, the, the, the one you're trying to help and come up with the projects that would most help them. Uh, every person then needs to be willing to give the time. And you that are helping guys who are battling pornography or you ladies that are helping ladies, the time is hard because it, it, it means you're going to have to give time. It's not going to just take them time to overcome it. You have to give the time. That's a good point. You have to be willing to pray for them. You have to be willing to spend some time with him. Like I have a friend and my phone is always open to him because he is working on a struggle and he's finding victory. In fact, I would say he's almost there. But he knows that if if he texts me, if he calls me, I will do everything in my power to take his call and to answer his text because he reaches out to me. He has agreed, when I feel a temptation, I will reach out to you and not fight this alone. And now he has started re- responding to me, the texts I get are starting to be now, hey, you know what? 
I, I almost headed down that path, but God gave me victory, and here's how it happened. So now I'm getting testimonies of victory. Well, oh, praise the Lord. And, and that's a whole new ballgame. You know, this yeah. is, we've gone from, from help to look what God's doing. Yes. And, and the accountability is amazing. Accountability means I'm willing to open myself up to another person and be completely honest with them. It means I'm willing to let someone have authority over my technological devices. Uh, I'm 52. I'm free of porn. But my iPhone right here on the desk in front of me has covenant eyes on it. Uh, all of my, my MacBook has a covenant eyes on it. My, uh, my iPad has covenant eyes on it. Those are the three devices I use. And, and in some ways, my goal in my life is to make it impossible for me to struggle. Meaning that if I'm tempted, there's no way I can find anything. That's good. Yeah. And that's, that's my good. goal. That's it. And, and, and my wife's going to get an accountability pro- report, and so are three of my friends every week. Yeah. I uh, remember years ago, uh, there was a TV show on called Hee Haw. And on that on that TV show, <laughs> you're dating yourself. On, on, on that TV show, that there was always there's a guy named Archie who does a barbershop yes. guy, and he'd say, they'd come on and they would say, uh, they'd, he'd say, hey, I got hurt in three places, and he would smack him and say, well, and stay out of those places. So that's, uh, I mean, that, <laughs> uh, so what what uh, I think that that's so so good. If 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 these if there's a place that's hurting you, if if, if you can guard you, you guard yourself sure. from those places and. And it's yeah. so important. Well, thank and, you. And I, I would say this to your audience as well, because I know a lot of your audience are probably in ministry. Uh, in ministry, accountability sometimes has to be something we make happen. Yes. Meaning that rarely in my life are there people who will ask me about how I'm doing. Yeah. That's a rare thing. So if I'm going to have accountability in my life, I have to make it happen. I have to on purpose say to a friend, can we connect? That is so true. I have to make accountability happen. Yeah, that's so true. And uh, be willing to do it because you need it. And you don't have to go into like big. Uh, there are people that I that I have said to look on. I see you in church. I'm just going to ask you how are you doing, and you're going to know exactly what I'm saying. At that point, if you look down at the ground, I'm going to know what you. When I'm going to know if you say I'm doing great, then I'm going to know. That's, sure. And so it doesn't have to be a long, huge thing. Unless there's a problem, and then you have to set a time aside, and you have to really care about people in order yes. to be willing to Absolutely. do this. So, uh, got a quick question for you. So, you mentioned Covenant Eyes for uh, as a resource for uh, for somebody that is uh, helping somebody. Can we get to maybe resources, books that might be uh, beneficial for somebody? Sure, uh, I would. I would list uh, even a couple of other technological uh, helps too. Covenant Eyes, accountable to you, is an excellent one. There are there are others as well, but those are the two main ones I'm familiar with. In our home, we also use Clean Router, and Clean Router is our Wi-Fi that comes in, and and you know my children, everything. Everything goes through Clean Router, and it oh. it's a little strong, because yeah. sometimes it's a little annoying, and and you I have to set things so it'll bypass so I can do legitimate things, but to me it's worth the hassle to have a little bit of extra protection. So my whole home is protected by Clean Router. Okay. So those are a couple of uh, you know technological tools you can use. Uh, one of my favorite books uh, would be the book um, uh, Clean by Dr. Douglas Weiss, Pure Desire by Ted Roberts. And uh, Dr. Ted Roberts is not independent Baptist, but his work on helping men to find um, victory is huge. And one of the things he does is uh, his series is called the Conquer Series. 
And it's actually a DVD program. You can actually buy the DVDs and go through them with someone, or uh, you can even sign up and go through it online with other people in a you know a, a format online. What do they call that uh, when you're when you're with people virtual? You can do it in a virtual online. And uh, so uh, there's a lot of resources available. Find all the resources you can get. But Clean is a great book and Pure Desire. Well, we are out of time today. And so we want to thank you again so much for coming. It's been great. If you have an opportunity to see Dave Young or uh, hear him live, I would encourage you to do that. He travels all over the United States. You can follow him on David Young. What? EvangelistDaveYoung.com. Okay. And so I thank you for that. Charity? Yes, you can see all of his, where he will be. You can view his schedule and you can visit with him and Bethley. And they love it when you go up and talk to them and say, hey, I heard you on Tice Talks. I heard you on on your podcast, the Keeping It Young podcast. And that's a real encouragement to them as well. So be sure to do that. Um, Thank you so much for this, because I know that in our world today, this is just a major problem, Um, not just for men, like you were saying, definitely is for women that we've dealt with as well. So I really appreciate this. just just the help for us personally to help others. It was my pleasure. So, Every blessing, y'all. Thank you. So this is Tice Talks. And it's more than a conversation. Covenant Eyes is designed to help you and those you love live free from pornography. To get a 30-day free trial, visit CovenantEyes.com and use the code EFW. Again, Use the code EFW at CovenantEyes.com for a 30-day free trial.